0: Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week, we're sitting down with Norm and Teresa Gielda, owners of the Davis General, a modern-day general store in the rural community of Boston, just on the outskirts of Franklin, Tennessee. Norm and Teresa are sharing their story about how they chose to relocate from California to Tennessee and how becoming small business owners helped them build community in a new place. Plus, a lot of other fun stories along the way. So here we go with Norm and Teresa. All right, well, we're here today with Norm and Teresa Gilda with the Davis General out here in Boston, which is a community on the outskirts of Franklin, Tennessee. Yes. Thanks for being on the podcast, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for having How us. How are you doing? Good. Well, I know you guys have lived in this area for about two years now, but obviously this has not always been your home. So tell us a little bit about your life before Tennessee and then what led you here?
1: Okay, go ahead, man.
2: Okay. Well, I'll try to go Reader's Digest on this. (laughs) Born and raised in Michigan. And, um, as a young adult, maybe this was a result of watching too much TV, but I, it's go West, young man. I moved to California. Um, Basically, I was looking for the the weather. I was tired of scraping ice off my windows every year and trying to drive to work in the snow and everything. So I, I just picked up and left. No plan, no, no really uh, backing, no nothing. I just packed up and went. And uh, once there, I kicked around with some some odd jobs. I I was basically in the uh, mechanical engineering portion of like drafting and, and drawing up precision plans and everything and I, I had similar empl- uh, employment uh, out in California but I felt like I was trapped to it to an office and to a desk especially in such nice weather so I started kicking around and I remember I've had, as a as a young child I had an uncle who was a police lieutenant and I thought you know that would be really great working out out and about out in the public out outside you know just kind of have the 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 freedom or, or of movement and uh, it would be a job that I could, could go out there and work with people and it, it seemed like a, a kind of an interesting thing so I pursued that and um, started taking some classes and, and start preparing myself to go down that path and, and also along those lines I also joined the Marine Corps Reserve at, at, while doing that so I went to boot camp. Um, basically graduated as a young infantryman, uh, went to the technical school, and then as a reserve Marine, you get kind of spit back out into society, go back to your job, but you're ready to serve, you're ready for deployment, and you train, and you, you, you stay ready. So um, shortly after that um, portion, or that, that time in my life, I was hired by a police agency um, in Orange County for the city of Santa Ana, uh, just south of the Los Angeles area, and uh, I started my career in law enforcement. And what a what a great career that was, full of great opportunity, great assignments. And that's where I met my lovely bride, Teresa, at the same department. She was a dispatcher, and so essentially from that moment on, as a dispatcher, she'd tell me where to go as an officer, and we. Continue with our relationship. We got married, and she still tells me where to go <laughs> and what to do.
1: Yeah, I, I um, I was born and raised in Florida, so I'm a Southern girl at heart, and um, and then uh, moved out to the West Coast uh with, uh, with my mom, uh, so she could go to law school, and uh, she was a mom, six kids. So we um. We uh, we made our lives there, but I uh, I did start out as a police dispatcher, a nine one one dispatcher with the city of Santa Ana. Norm was a, a motor officer then. We were friends for a long time before we, before we started dating and got married eventually. But um, so as a nine one one dispatcher, and uh, we got married. Well, I went to law school at night, started going to law school at night. I was a single mom, three kids. Norm was a confirmed bachelor. We we were dating. And I figured I better go to law school and, uh, and start a new career. So after 14 years as a dispatcher, I um, left that when I graduated from law school. Uh, pregnant with our fourth child when I graduated from law school and um, went on to become a city attorney, police legal advisor, police litigator, uh, public safety attorney basically for the cities. Uh, left Santa Ana to do that and then came back a few years later as their lawyer So I started as an 18-year-old dispatcher and ended up as the police legal advisor for the chief of police. And again, telling Norm what to do as his lawyer. Oh, because
2: (laughs) she kind of went full circle and as I slowly promoted and moved up the ranks um, into where I was a police sergeant and I got more involved with policy. And Teresa, as she came back as a legal advisor, advising the chief on legal matters, she ended up kind of advising me again and the policy well, issues. So. Advising
1: his boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here we go. So we, we <laughs> did that for a while, and um, I, I was a police legal advisor for many years, and it was fun, it's exciting, but really, really stressful and a little um, kind of overwhelming. So we had a, a little one at home. So I'd say after about ten or eleven years of doing that, I uh, left to go into do healthcare law for a public agency out in California, um, while Norm finished up his career there. And we knew when he retired, we would be leaving California. That was always the goal. It was great for our careers, but it wasn't where we wanted to finish raising our youngest child. Our oldest children were already settled in their lives as adults with their careers, and now they're having babies. And so we knew we'd be moving away from them, but it was always the plan to move away when when Norm retired. So in 2016, he retired after 27 years of law enforcement. Um, Our daughter was seventh grade then Uh, but we had always told her from the time she was born don't get used to California because we're leaving (laughs) Uh, and I always wanted to return to the south Um, it's where my family is my family's in Georgia Uh, my mom and my sisters and my nieces and nephews I was very upset at leaving our children I wanted to live near family so we uh, initially looked in Georgia and then uh, Norm wanted to look in Tennessee um, because it's right next door and it's uh, tax-friendly and all of those things and so I was initially resistant to the idea because I wanted to live near my family in Georgia, but we came here for a weekend trip. We looked at Georgia and then Tennessee, and uh, I think by the second day here, uh, I fell in love with it and knew this was where we wanted to finish raising our youngest daughter. Um, just good people, good values, the rural life that um, that I loved. I grew up on 11 acres in Florida in Rattlesnake Hammock, and I grew up on 11 acres with pigs and chickens and a cow and um, I wanted that again. So this is where we are. We, we moved back here on uh, New Year's Day, 2017. We yeah. landed in Tennessee.
2: There's a funny story about you deciding that this was it because we were walking around downtown Franklin, and it's a quaint little town with a, with a circle, a town circle and all the shops. And I Kids think, our
1: daughter's age, like playing music on yeah. the it's, guitar open. So Teresa
2: yeah. stopped dead in her tracks and looked at me, and she said, Norm, I think this is it. And, of course, on the outside, I was just playing it cool, going, yeah, okay, yeah, it's all right. But on the inside, I was doing the Irish jig. <laughs>
1: Woo! I was, I
2: was really yeah, glad. i pretty
1: excited. So that was yeah. 2014. So we actually bought some property here, even though we were still living in California. Um, but we um, continued to visit several times per year, um, changed properties a few times. We went from a land we were going to build to a fixer-upper, and now we're, we're in a house just down the street from the store. But So we took a while to find our way, but... Um, but we, we moved here a couple years after that. So
0: it was, it was a good move. Yeah. Well, what was it then once you kind of got settled here that led you to the Davis General store? So I, um, we,
1: we used to have a house over um, just down the road and I would drive by this store taking our daughter to school. Um, we were living in a different house. So we, we drove by the store um, every day, taking her to school. And I, I'd seen that it was closed down. And um, so Our living situation at the time, when we moved here, I was telecommuting with my healthcare attorney position. So, you know, we moved here for a slower pace of life, a better life, spend time together. And I I realized that we really weren't doing that. I was in a beautiful house up in my office, working alone all day long and not really meeting anybody. And it was lonely. Loved my job, loved the people I worked with, but I wasn't really interacting with anyone here. So I really felt like I wasn't creating those roots. And at the same time, Norm was retired. So he had lost his whole support system. You know, we we left it back in California. People he'd worked with for three decades were there. And we were meeting great people here, just really, really great people, but not forming kind of those connections. And we didn't have that sense of community because we weren't out there. We weren't in the workforce. So we had been brainstorming and thinking we should find find a family business. Like, we need to spend more time together. We wanted to get, like, out of the kind of the fast track and, and that's what we moved here for. And yet we were kind of living solitary lives, me working upstairs alone, him mowing our pasture and our daughter was at school making those connections cause she was in school. So we started thinking about home based or home businesses or family businesses. And um, so I would drive by the store and I thought, wow, it's just a shame that that old store is shut down and I hope they don't tear it down and like build houses on that beautiful piece of property. And it's just such a great old store. And I love old things, which is why I married him. He's huh. older than I am. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I love old things. I love, I mean, I go to the antiquing and I just love history. And I love just, I I would take something old and rusty before I take something brand new and shiny any day of the week. He teases me, you know, did you go to the junkyard? And I'm like, no, I paid a lot of money for this stuff. So I love old things. So, of course, I love the old building and I just loved history. And, and I'm sure there was some history behind it that I didn't know yet. So never thought that six months later, we would actually be putting an offer in on the store. But I would drive by and I would even, you know, tell my kids like, oh, you know, that would be such a great place to have a store or a restaurant or a business or something. So um, I was always keeping my eye on the real estate market. And um, I don't know, it was like last year, November, October, November, we worked with Tom Murray. he's We bought some properties with him. And I, I think I called him and said, Tom, what's going on with that store? Like, it's been... On you know for sale for almost a year now. What are they doing with that? So he made some phone calls and we came down and looked at it and it was a lot of work, which is I guess something we enjoy doing because every property we've had needed a lot of work. Uh, so for, I,
2: for a retired person, yeah. I've never worked so hard in my life. So
1: <laughs> we um you know before we knew it, we were just thinking this might be what we were looking for. Like all of the people I had seen who were transplants here are moving back home who really seemed to have that sense of community and connections, it seemed like they were small business owners. You know, we had made a lot of friends um, in this area and it seems like the people that moved from out of state were all small business owners, really making those really good connections. So I thought that would be good for us and looking for that sense of community. And, and we definitely have found it. I mean, we just, even from the time we bought it and Norm's been in here working all summer, fixing it up, people stopped by and they're excited that we're reopening the store and excited that it's not closed down. and. You know, I, I guess there was there was a great sense of loss when the store closed for the community, and, um, and so people have been really, really supportive in us opening it back up, and we've met so many new friends that we didn't know before, and the friends that we knew before have just become even better friends because they've been helping us and supporting us and just pitching in, and so... I think we really did find what we were looking for. It's been a lot of work and a lot of sleepless nights and, you know, even the financial stress of it. it's all been a lot, a struggle. But um, I think we really did ultimately meet that
0: goal of looking for our place here, our people. So yeah,
1: that's, that's how we great. ended
0: up here. I don't I know. <laughs> well, you made the decision to buy the store and return it to its former glory with a little bit of a modern twist, right? Because. Um, some of the old stuff just yeah. wasn't going to work anymore. So tell us a little bit about that process and how you decided what to keep, what to update, all that kind of stuff. We kept, we kept
1: everything.
2: Well, we just you, everything. I, right? I, I truly think that we were a tad delusional when we first came in <laughs> we and looked around. Because, you know, the store was advertised and sold with, you know, uh, I guess with all... What do they call it? All oh. equipment or everything, everything, all contents were part of the and deal. That's
1: what we made as part so of So you
2: know. the contents, you know, included a, a deli cooler and some some other equipment. But um, when I say delusional, we walked in and we got, oh yeah, okay, we can kind of clean up, dust everything off. Open next we, month. We can be open <laughs> in a month. And okay, so what, eight months later, we actually were able to open because it, it, it included. Um, I,
1: I think it's harder keeping the. Re, old. I yeah. think it's harder keeping the old, which we we didn't want to get rid of any of the old character. We just no. it's harder to keep it and repair it than it is just to replace it. Yeah, so we so,
2: so instead of like having to buy you know a part for this or a compressor for that, we bit the bullet and kind of upgraded um, most of the of the required equipment. And we also were facing, um, we're newcomers. We have to get our own, um, pass our own inspections with the state and everything. So we had to bring everything up to an acceptable code uh, for food service and and to keep, you know, do things right, do things clean. and.
1: uh, But the same thing, like we wanted to keep the 90-year-old floor, and so we'd have some flooring companies come in and just say, you know what, these are... Just beyond repair. Like it'd be easier and faster and cheaper for you just to lay a new floor on top of it, use it as a subfloor. And we said, no, absolutely not. So we actually people come in and say, Oh, are you gonna refinish the floors? I'm like, these are refinished. Like we actually <laughs> patched them and fixed the subfloor and sanded them down and then stained them exactly the way they were before with a matte finish. So you wouldn't know it, but they actually are a repaired and refinished floor. But we wanted to to walk people to walk in and not think it looks like a brand new circle k or 7-eleven it looks like a 90 year old general store so, so we to kept keep the walls, yeah to
2: keep all that that original charm and atmosphere and i stove. like <laughs> i like the word patina because it's kind of a fancy word for you know old stuff that still looks pretty cool so
1: yeah but we obviously yeah. so we updated the refrigeration and um the kitchen equipment that you know re- in in order to to meet today's standards but we kept you know, everything else. So, And even the stuff we brought in new, like replacing a sink, we might use like the old Wilson County courthouse sink or something. So we just, we didn't want anything new and shiny or fancy. So even the countertops we had, they're not stainless steel, they're zinc that's gonna weather and patina with time. So um, everything had to look like it belonged in a 90 year old general store. So.
2: No, and along the way, I mean, we, we've we had tremendous help from, from some great people. Yeah, um,
1: definitely.
2: You know some of the friends that Teresa was mentioning—they've—they've they've pitched in in so many ways, whether it be, you know, their own time coming out to help me uh, with with some plumbing or or you know things that we, we've done. So
1: yeah, it's well, even great. sweeping the floors and painting our, you know, our picnic benches out front for people to come in. So we just wanted to, we wanted to make it back into like the community gathering place that it was before that we had heard it was before, and I think it it's happening. We had the old timers come in and. And we have people come in here and say well I was here when, when you know 80 years ago um, when I was a little boy. It's and pretty cool they
2: recognize a lot of the old features but yet it's, it's like they're almost, almost giving their approval of, of things that we have done so it's, it's, it's we're, I think we're being accepted.
0: Yeah. That's so. a win yeah. yeah yeah. Well you also did a slight bit of rebranding with the name too. So tell us kind of what was your thought behind that. So it was the uh, Davis General
1: merchandise, and we brand, rebranded it just to the Davis General. Um, Norm wanted the General to be a kind of a focus of the name, um, I think. to re- Well, of course, we wanted to keep Davis. Um, we made sure of that, you know, that the family was supportive of that, and they were. I think they were pretty happy and pleased that we wanted to keep their name. We wanted to respect the history, the Davis's um um, we understand that, you know, they came into this property in 1960, so 60 years of the Davis family. So we wanted to respect the name and the community's you know, the Davis presence before that, it was the Robinson and the Carlisle, which we're going to carry through with some of our names and, um, using, you know, some of the prior owners names and some of our offerings. So we really wanted to respect that history. Um, but Norm wanted to focus on the general uh, for the military kind of component, we brought in the four stars into our logo um, because he's prior Marine, and uh, we we are very supportive of our of our armed services. I don't know if you want to go into that a little more, but that was a big thing for him. He wanted it to be the Davis General,
2: absolutely,
1: uh, and it kind of plays on both the general store and just kind of the general, just playing on that military component, just our support of our arms our, our armed services. So. Um, that's, that's why we, and we brought in the tractor, so we brought in a logo, we worked with twine, and then we worked with, um, for the concept, and they came up with a great logo that incorporated the Davis General, and the four stars, and the tractor, because it was a, it was a feed and seeds, we brought in feed and fuel, um, feed is kind of a play on our, on our deli offerings, and, um, and so that's how we came up with the, kind of the rebranding, the new sign, and everything, that's something you probably would have seen back then, so we, we used, um, a graphic artist in columbia who does hand-drawn logos to kind of um use our original concept with twine and 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 just you know bring a little bit of um kind of a a unique originality to our logo so we're pretty we're pretty excited about all that
2: and to continue to be recognized i mean the store has been known as the davis general for 60 years Mm -hmm. so we definitely we want to keep that
1: yeah we didn't want to come in and you don't, you know, you don't need to right. reinvent the wheel or fix something that's not broken. So we definitely wanted to do that. I think people are excited about that. We've had a lot of Davises stop by, some that were associated with the store and some that weren't. Um, but I think everyone's happy that we kept the original name.
0: Well, paint a picture of the Davis General for our listeners. And, you know, it's in this beautiful setting out in the country, um, yeah, out southwest of Nashville. And tell us what customers will experience here.
2: Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I'm good at I'm not a (laughs) painter. So
0: I think you know you just you come in. It
1: it is it's a beautiful area. Um, This whole area is just this is why I moved here. I mean sometimes when I'm stressed out I just drive like and typically that's not something I do for stress relief. But here I can just drive down these country roads for hours and look at the green pastures and look at the split rail fences and look at the cows and the horses. So that's what you'll experience when you come on out to our store. So we're just a few miles south of Leapers Fork Village. Um, down the same road, Old Hillsboro, will get you here. It turns into Leapers Creek Road, just a couple miles up the road. Um, You're going to pull up here, and you're going to see an old general store with the green metal roof and lots of patina on the outside, like Norm said. Um, we, have a, we have a hitching post out front. I mean, come on, you know. Yes. So like this Davis General, what we were told is this store actually used to be set closer to the little farmhouse we have in the back. So it's on 15 acres for one thing. So we have this beautiful acreage surrounding the store that we own and we're going to plan on doing lots of fun stuff with. But yeah. Um, so you come up, and, and, you know, there's a creek long, running along our back. And you can you can get your sandwiches and have a picnic on our lawn when it gets to be nice and sunny, you know, in the spring and the summer. And we have picnic benches out front. So, I mean, you come in, and you come in through the original doors. And, I mean, this is an original general store, 90 years old. We were told it was um, moved here to this current location, which used to be near the railroad tracks. Now it's a road. Um, with mules and logs so yeah it used to be closer to the house and it was actually moved to this location with mules and logs and so you you come in and you see the old doors and they're still creaky and they don't close all the way and it's still the old storefront windows that we fixed but we didn't replace you know we just fixed up the broken glass and cleaned them up and um, you come in it's the original floors old wood floor we um, even use the old original wood from the walls and we, we refurbish them on our, on our shelves for all of our groceries. So, um, and we are a general store, we have groceries, we have um, some, um, some cold drinks, some snacks, but we also have an amazing deli menu that's really taken off. So you come in and you'll probably smell my warm cinnamon rolls that were just baked that morning and Norm's biscuits that he makes biscuit egg sandwiches with in the morning. And then we start into our lunch. So you're gonna smell lots of good things coming in here. And we have our old country tables that people like to gather around. We build a great lunch counter where you can kind of sit around and just chat with us while we're fixing you a sandwich or, um, or a breakfast sandwich. It's just, you know, a chili dog. Um, we have these amazing um, chili dogs that are, are just real popular. So it's just a really warm country feel i think and you know we're here personally working every day yeah uh, Still has some welcoming of the, some of the
2: original equipment there's an old pot-belly, yep. cast iron uh, wood stove that's been in here for years it does need a little bit of service to get up and running but it, everyone who's been here before has recognized that like oh you kept the stove and that's great i mean we have uh it says health aids on it it's a display rack that's been in here for years and years and people Prior customers recognize that, and they appreciate that. I will mention we also have a deer. Yep. On the, uh, a deer uh,
1: or a, Davis. Yeah. Davy. Davy, He's, our,
2: he's, our, he's our, our mounted deer trophy. We That's, inherited
1: him with, yeah, the, we in, with the store. We,
2: he came with the store. and <laughs> We cleaned he, him up. He's kind of facing the door. He, I call him my security deer because he's always watching
1: i think we were told one of the davis boys actually yeah yeah
2: yeah it's his trophy but
1: and then we have natchez trace just down the road so we get a lot of bicyclists and and car enthusiasts who like to come here we're going to be uh starting to carry gas we're going to carry 100 percent gas no ethanol which is real popular with some of the local farmers and car enthusiasts i'm told um so we get a lot of bicyclists coming down here um yeah. If you're on a ride for at the Natchez Trace, you want to come in for a warm lunch or a cup of coffee. We have, um, it's not gas station coffee. It's a breakfast blend. It's a, it's a great coffee. We're just, everything we do, we're trying to do with high standards and quality because that's what we enjoy.
2: Well, you know, a little twist that I'm going to add what we're, our goal is to make this not just like, oh, look, a, a store, let's stop and get a, a cold drink. We want, to put this place on the map and make it a destination, a destination place to come for that sandwich that you you may have tried before or you want to try for the first time. It, it could become a photo op. It can be so many things. Meet friends, uh, hang out,
1: yeah. but it's... Definitely a photo op. We have yeah. the old gas tank still in the front of the store. We've had, just since we've owned the store this year, we've had music videos shot here. We've had some commercials shot here. Right. We've had, it's just a great it's just a great location to stop and get something to, you know, something to eat, something to drink, listen to some music. Um, Eventually we would like to have some more live music here. We had a great band here for our opening, our grand opening. We just set them up on a stage on a tractor trailer or equipment trailer stage. We got to
2: give a plug to Ravenclyffe. They're awesome.
1: (laughs) So they came (laughs) out and, uh, you know, and just I can definitely see us doing some summer events here with some live music. They were amazing. So we would, once we get going, we would, we would want to kind of have those kind of activities again. Um, So we've also developed some really great merchandise for the Davis General here. We have, um, in addition to our groceries and our food service and our soon-to-come gas, we have kind of an amazing um, selection of local made-in-Tennessee merchandise. So we have hand-poured candles, um, three different types right now, all poured in Tennessee. Um, We... We have been testing all of these in the months leading up to our opening and only putting out there what we enjoy using in our own home. So we will put together gift baskets for someone. We have, you know, pretty tissue paper and we'll do all the wrapping. So you can come in. Um, We have some soaps and lotions. They're not in Tennessee, but it's our neighbor, Alabama. It's a grumpy old goat, um, which I chose one because I love the product it looks good. It smells good. I love the packaging, but also the name Grumpy Old Goat reminds me of Norm. So Thank we you. had to start carrying Grumpy Old Goat from our local <laughs> Alabamian neighbor. And um, we also have our own great selection of uh, T-shirts and baseball caps and mugs and travel mugs. So if you visit us, you can definitely bring home a souvenir from Boston, Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee, Um So, just really high quality merchandise that um, has done really, really well. Uh, We sold out of our hats in the first week and a half that we were open, uh, working with our local business, Twine. So, we're all about supporting local businesses. Yeah, we just added a brand new campfire mug. That's amazing. So, um, so yeah, our merchandise is doing great, and uh, it's just part of the whole store experience that we really want to have here. Yeah, I
0: love your Tobacco Barn candle. Oh, me too. Well, then you have to try the Davis General.
1: Yeah, and you have to try the new ones, the Tree Farm and the Pumpkin Spice, and oh my gosh, there's so many great candles and um, and and things. We're gonna offer more. Oh, and um, Made in Tennessee, uh, chocolates and toffees and caramels. So we have all of that stuff. We, we already are restocking Bratton's it. Bratton's Best. Bratton's Best barbecue sauce. Yes, I forgot to uh, give a shout-out to um, Bratton Farms. Our barbecue beef sandwich, um, which we tested and tested and tested with different sauces and different briskets and different this, um, we selected a local... Bratton Farms uh, barbecue sauce. It's um, a local lady. It's uh, her late husband's recipe that she has made up and and uh, sells to some some local restaurants in the area. And that's the that's the sauce that we're using on our barbecue beef sandwich. Boston barbecue beef sandwich. We're rolling out tomorrow, and we also have some for sale here in the store. So it's it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: It's <laughs> it's all about supporting the locals, yes. and I love that. And it's just a very fun, unique experience. And it's definitely Instagrammable. So. <laughs> well, in a lot of ways, this is a complete shift from what your career has been in the past. Oh, yeah. So what has that adjustment been like? That's been...
2: I got two words. <laughs> I'm tired.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, you know what? It's a lot of work yeah. and it's it's a long day so far until we, you know, at least until we, while we're getting this going and start, maybe, you know, we'll get some employees in here to help us soon as we're getting busier. But I mean, just even all the work that Norm's done, you know, the whole summer just to get the store up and running. And it's a, it's a big difference. So I went from, you know, working in the corporate world or the law enforcement world or working by myself most recently in a room all by myself all day long and just hungering for some, you know, interpersonal contact to like my voice the first few weeks. I, I lost my voice every day from talking to so many people and I love it. Like I meet new people and now we're getting regulars and we just enjoy seeing them every day and finding out what's going on with them. So i just think it's completely different um it reminds me more of what i enjoyed about with being a police attorney because i just had so much contact with people all day long and i it you know it, it i thrive on it and um and then um i like to be in the kitchen and baking at home so it's something i enjoy doing here i'm gonna start doing some more of my baked goods and you know in addition to the cinnamon rolls so it's these are all things that i enjoy doing so i guess for me the biggest thing. Is, is going from working in a kind of a solitary or more of a corporate environment to something that's just really friendly and just, just down home and just exactly what I think I had in mind. And the Norm is came from a law enforcement. It's, it's a lot different. different, I mean,
2: I came from a, a career where I would meet the majority of the people, 90% of the people I encountered every day were probably at the worst point or at the, one of the lowest points in their life or behavior. And here it's total opposite. Everyone is, there's such wonderful people to meet and greet. So it's, it's gone from kind of a negative atmosphere to, you know, 100%, 180 degrees positive all the way. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, people are supportive and it's, it's enjoyable. So. Yeah,
0: definitely. I love it. Why do you guys think it's important to revive these places and these experiences that have been such a rich part of the rural landscape and the history here?
2: Well a couple couple things i mean if if we it's it's an interest near and dear to us um we, we're loving it, we're enjoying it, but if people don't do this, they'll be gone they'll be lost forever
0: yeah
2: uh what's what's ironic about this particular property it's um a commercial business that's been grandfathered in for several years with the local government and allowed to perform and function just as such. The the whole surrounding area is residential only. There's not a business along the street anywhere. And it's allowed to continue. And that was a, a condition of the of the sale. Once the store closed, there's a there's a code that applied to this property. But we
1: understand that, yeah.
2: That if this did not reopen in Thirty
1: months. Well, I, I believe it was within a certain amount of time, like thirty months. 30. That you know, it would no longer be grandfathered in and allowed to continue. Yeah. So you, we couldn't have just bought this piece of property and opened up a general store. We were allowed to do that because you know, I think the county recognizes the value of these places, probably. You, and you
2: wouldn't have been able to just buy a lot at this location and create and build a something
1: store. like. I mean, you can't okay. create something like this anyway. Honestly, no. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't create people's memories. These people are coming in saying, "I was raised here. I I can't, or I, I visited here. I visited my grandparents here, and I remember."
2: Yeah, I came I, here as a yeah, little boy or and a little think, girl. Because they are
1: just rapidly disappearing. I, I you know, I was raised, like I said, in a rural area of Florida, Naples, Florida, and I don't have a lot of good memories of my dad. He wasn't around much. But one good memory I do have is going to a store just like this with him. He would take me once in a while to an old general store and there'd be a big old vat of pickles and we'd get a pickle and that's like That's like one very special memory of my childhood, of which there weren't very many with him. So I would imagine that a lot of people have those memories of coming here in places like this. And then when those places are gone, you know, those memories are just, I mean, they're not gone, but I just think it brings back those good memories when they come in. So when I see this, I am reminded of those good times of my childhood. And I think a lot of people feel like that, that grew up in places like this. Or if you don't grow up in places like this, I think people are craving this like we were when we moved away from it. He grew up in a small town. I grew up in a small town and we moved away. And you just you just can't
0: get this anywhere else. You can't I mean, you can't get this with new and shiny things. So (laughs) well, now that you're past this first big milestone of getting the store reopened, what's next for the Davis General? I think it's, it's um,
1: folk, yeah, I think definitely we're going to have to get some help in here, um, part-time help, just, you know, so that we can actually have an afternoon offer to get some of the management, store management done, because it's super fun, like, making sandwiches and, and talking to people all day, but at some point, I guess I have to sit down and, like, pay the bills and everything. <laughs> so, employees, and I think focusing more on our food service and getting gas.
2: So, our uh, advisor the other day, it was an interesting twist, and he says, you, you, you want to be able to work on the business, rather than always working at the business.
1: That's a good word. So we'll get some people <laughs> in to help us, so we can help. We can help manage the business and help it grow even more. So right. we're not so busy with all the busy work, but still be here. You know, boots on the ground, in the weeds, like you know, and and interacting with people. Like I definitely don't want to lose that. I want to be here um, all the time and working with people, but probably getting some help in, and growing our. F- food service more we're introducing our barbecue sandwiches and that was been you know kind of anticipated so we're going to start um just keep focusing i think like we're doing on growing our menu and um and then like i mentioned uh, maybe um looking at some events and using some of this beautiful property to have some community gatherings and that type of thing as the weather starts getting warmer and nicer maybe hosting a chili cook-off that they used to have or something like that you know in the neighborhood um So I think it's going to be more um, probably, you know, letting more people know that we're open again and just attracting, you know, more and more visitors to the area, more and more kind of tourists and um, while still encouraging the locals to come on, come on in and make this the community gathering space still, you know, it's like, I think it's just kind of that balancing act a little bit, but we definitely want to start utilizing more of the more of the the beautiful property that we bought here as the weather gets nicer. I think we'll we'll start doing something like a Cars and Coffee or Motorcycles and Coffee or something like that and just inviting more of the community to come on in and, and enjoy the property with us. We had such a great time at the Grand Opening, um, you know, with the fire pit out there and the music. I just see that as being a really, really good opportunity to, for us to do more events like that.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I want to come. <laughs> Well, how do we follow along and keep up with what you guys have going on here? So we um, we always post
1: updates on our Instagram and Facebook pages. We're at The Davis General on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we're going to be working on a website. That's something that I need to focus more time on right now, too. It's <laughs> just hard to find the time. Um, and, you know, when we get that website, we'll be posting things like our menu that we're developing and things so people are ours. But right now, you can find us on Google Maps. Our hours, if we change them, we'll be posting updates and Facebook and Instagram. And then we'll get a website the
0: out there shortly hopefully absolutely well you guys thanks so much for being on the podcast thank you great chatting with you yeah it's great
1: following along with you and all the other great businesses like ours and and properties like ours around the country really yeah just doing the same thing we're excited about it thank you
0: Well, guys, if you love a great experience, you definitely want to put the Davis General on your road trip list. It really is just as charming as it sounds. And with great food and great company, you can't go wrong. Thanks again to Norm and Teresa for being on the podcast. And be sure to go check out their socials in the show notes and give them a follow. And thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be back here next week. Have a great day, everybody.